Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 30th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, longtime listener, first time calling in from the car phone. Got you on Bluetooth. Great to talk to you. Great. That's fantastic. Last time we did Bluetooth was, uh, yeah, that, that was dicey. Me shouting at my windshield and it didn't work out. So we'll see how this goes. Um, look, it's the week after the President's Cup where you're on the road. Uh, I'm sort of, you know, ham and egging it through this week. My wife's quarter end season. So we're getting these podcasts out however we can do them. And this is, a, you know, the window we had. And this is what you're getting. Um, you won't have final 18-hole scores for the Sanderson. I apologize. We will not be able to pour over those or discuss them. But what we do have are lots of lawsuits. You know, lawsuit Wednesday night, or, yeah, Wednesday night lawsuit central. You have Brendan Quinn from The Athletic. <laughs> Can we just go back what? to where this just – I mean, this is just absurd. I'm so – it's just a ridiculous time for golf. I don't know why – why we can't just all get along oh kumbaya well that would be bad for you know content sake um but there's a lot of uh yeah more legal action taking place uh patrick reed has you know withdrew his lawsuit refiled the lawsuit expanded the people (laughs) chose a different court to pursue after he found out maybe the judge was a stickler of the golf rules kind of thing He, he filed in florida we have the PGA Tour, countersuing, live, um, just a lot going on here. We have Phil's dropped out as a plaintiff. There's only three guys left. <laughs> and the, I don't know if it, they're cannon fodder or what. Cannon fodder Peter Uline, Matt Jones, and Bryson DeChambeau are standing there on the front lines after everyone's <laughs> run back to the fort or the tent or the medical tent. Wherever they are, they've abandoned the field. But there's there's Matt Jones of all people out there yeah. uh, fighting the good fight in the field uh, with his name as a plaintiff still. Um, <laughs> do, in the lawsuit. do you do you think there's a scenario where 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 Bryson and and Peter Uline jump ship and it's just Matt, Matt Jones? <laughs> 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 Matt Jones and Liv suing the PGA Tour and fighting for everything there. Trying to take it all down. <laughs> it's just uh, historic, historic case in golf. People look back on it 30 years from now, and it's Matt Jones like, and who? Liv versus PJ <laughs> Matt Jones. Who? <laughs> uh, that could be all that's left. Phil has dropped out. So that prompted a lot of, you know, everybody on golf Twitter is a lawyer. I mean, that's not even a joke, but some pretend to be lawyers, but a lot are, in fact, lawyers. Uh, so that triggered a wave of, takes about how oh now he doesn't have to just now he doesn't have to testify now there's no discovery and uh people were quickly corrected like hey man like you're still probably pretty germane to this case as a witness as a uh someone involved in going to live someone involved in recruiting others to live someone involved in uh contracting with his own attorneys to to you know create charter documents uh, so Phil will probably still have to testify and be deposed. It's just the scope is narrower, most likely. Um, there were a lot of takes about that. He just he's just not going to be put through the full full rainer were he a plaintiff and, and the PGA Tour started coming after. But he, he's not off the hook in terms of having to talk about anything. So, um, and then 
I guess uh, who else is left? Swafford left. There's just everybody has bailed on this thing. Um, Swafford, answer, Coke crack, Ortiz, Carlos Ortiz, and Pat Perez all withdrew. Nicholson, Talor Gooch finally got out. Ian Poulter and Hudson Swafford are out. So really all there is is Peter Uline, Bryson DeChambeau, and Matt Jones. De- Bryson, meanwhile, is doing the long drive this week. Um, I have not been paying attention to that. Are you paying attention to the pro I mean, long drive? I, I have kind of just a theory on this is that Bryson's become disinterested in golf and, and head over heels for long drive because – there he's he's welcomed with open arms and you know he's he's breathing life into the into the long drive so everybody loves him you know that's kind of my my general thesis and on that most people can't stand him in the tour golf circles whether it be yeah. whatever tour it may be uh he's totally by the way he's a, he, this is who he is now like if he lived in florida he's just into he'd be like trying to hit drives into the hurricane like, see if he could get, like, 210. Like, that's just, like, he's just going around. Dude, he's just totally a meathead social media video guy. Now, that's all he does. He's doing the rope parody where all these guys start yelling uh, at him when he gets so it's, bad. It's, it's terrible. Somebody called him Golf's Russell Wilson, which is uh, pretty apt. Both might be washed. We're once, like, completely unique, sui generis specimens uh, who, you know, very few comps. Uh, you know, won the biggest, big, some of the biggest events, and and now aren't don't seem to be too, I don't know, super relevant at the moment. Super weird, super cringy. Um, but that's Bryson. He's out of the lawsuit. Do you have any thoughts about the PGA Tour's counter suit, uh, in the in the live suit that they brought against them for antitrust uh, or an anti-competitive behavior? I'll, let me just let me read Brendan Quinn, the Athletic. Uh, he he got this on Wednesday night. Uh, here's what they say. Live the PGA tour complaint essentially charges that if either body is guilty of anti-competitive behavior, it is live because it's regular regulations are far more restrictive to the players than the tours. So it's signed golfers to multi-year contracts that are far more restrictive. They, they are not allowed, you know, conflicting event releases like the PGA tour grants. So if there's a live event that week, they can't go play anything else. Uh, you know, you have to uh, play every single live event. You must use your social media platforms to promote live. Their media interactions have to be approved by live and uh, players. If they're requested to have to introduce the live boy, the live execs to the players sponsors. So the tour is arguing that live is actually creating an anti-competitive regime here. What's your reaction to that? Well, I think, you know, if you look at the the history of of the uh, regime that's behind Live Saudi Arabia, they're they're very into monopolies. So yeah. that you know, I think that when you think about what Live's long term goal is, is that it is to monopolize golf. Um, so I think there is some credence to that, but I do find it quite humorous that both of them are suing each other as anti competitive. You know. And, um, you know, I think I think the, the tour has gone out of its way to be anti-competitive with Liv. And, and I think, you know, I mean, the, the thing with Liv is it's only 15 weeks a year, obviously. But like like I said before, I, I don't think Liv 
has the best intentions for the sport uh, long term, right? I think they they would like to coexist with the tour long enough to kind of slit their throat if they had it their way, you know, the tour, you know, have the tour somewhat welcome them in and then kill them off. And it's interesting with uh, Rupert and now Rory talking about there needs to be peace talks. You know, I don't think it's a good look for all the people in golf to be embroiled in, in lawsuits. I think this is a pretty absurd time for golf, uh, whether it's the Patrick Reed variety of golf suit, whether it's the, the live or the PGA tour lawsuit, everybody's losing, everybody's getting dirty. And the sport overall is just looks absurdly ridiculous, you know? Um, so from that standpoint, I think, you know, should there be peace talks? I don't know. I don't know if you if you're the PGA Tour, you want to have peace talks. But one thing I do know is that there's never going to be peace talks when Jay Monahan and Greg Norman are at the helm of either of these organizations, because they are both. I can't imagine that they are, you know, uh, feel like they should be, you know, exchanging Christmas cards or just sitting across from the table from each other at this point in the with everything that's gone on the last six months. Yeah. Yeah. It, I think it's, it's hard to create peace talks, but you're talking about how I, it's a black eye for everyone. Uh, you know, just all these lawsuits. I think, I think people should ask live what they make of this Patrick Reed lawsuit. Like I, I, that is something that needs to be put to live at its next event at its whatever the, some of these are, you think somebody's going over to Bangkok and going to ask well, that? Well, somebody, people <laughs> or Jeddah? Who, who do you think's going to Jeddah to ask that? Sports Illustrated. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could SI Golf. They give, they're expanding their coverage. They sold it off like four years ago to a billionaire, and now they're buying back in Authentic Brands Group, which. Counts Greg Norman amongst its brand portfolio, you know, and, and SI as well amongst its brands is getting back into golf. It's pretty great. I love SI. They golf. Best golf coverage, legendary golf coverage ever. And they sold it off four years ago, but now they went back in. It's just a weird four or five year <laughs> transactional history. Anyways, um, golf.com could do their, do their buddy strip in, in the flesh. Yeah, and Jetta. Yeah. Um, so I think like, I would be, I'm just curious what Liv's position is on like Patrick Reed's their mess now. And Justine is their mess now. The clay man's their mess. The clay man is now, (laughs) (laughs) whether they're overtly aligned or just by nature, you know, impliedly aligned with the clay man, they are. So someone needs to ask Liv, like, are you okay with them popping off lawsuits here? For $750 million in actual compensatory damages, they've now added, so they refiled. This is again Brendan Quinn, I think Daniel Kaplan uh, at The Athletic. List many of the same claims that Golf Channel's personalities have acted in a pattern of practice, pattern and practice of defaming Mr. Reed, misreporting information with actual knowledge of falsity and a reckless disregard of the truth. Uh, I don't need to get the guy is a piss poor writer. The clay man like really overdoes it on the legalese, even by lawyer standards. Um, they've targeted Mr. Reed since he was 23 years old to destroy his reputation, create hate and a hostile work environment. Uh, they've added friends of the program defame and Damon hack 
apparently, is what they think he is. Uh, Shane Bacon, Eamon Lynch, Golf Week, and Gannett have been added, and they've uh, apparently tried to go for a, maybe a more friendly venue, U.S. District Court for the Middle District of Florida. It's a it's a bogus lawsuit. We know that. Uh, I just think if I'm live, I'm not thrilled about this sideshow circus, clearly initiated by Justine. Right? They need to yeah. sort of be asked about this. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, they're seeking media coverage, and you know, they're seeking people to accept them and, and with warm and open arms and everything. What's the best pathway to uh, to getting you know the media really behind you is to have one of your players suing half of the media. Right, right. Uh, now, I mean, Golf Channel is in fact. Like we just talked about Sports Illustrated, Golf Channel is a rights partner of the PGA Tour. Um, does that mean they're trying to like like I wouldn't say that like there's a conflict there. There is. They're a rights partner of the PGA Tour. There's a conflict with Rory too. I mean, they're a partner of Rory's. They have that conflict that, that you know if we're how long till he gets lumped in? <laughs> but like again, the irony here is since he was twenty, golf past three years old. <laughs> There's, there's an ad running for Golf Pass right now that ends. It will make your life better. It ends that. That's the, <laughs> and then it signs off. I, you know, I have it on the background, and I usually obviously zone out. And I heard that. I, like, popped up, looked up from my computer. Did they really just say that? Make my life better. Golf Pass. Like, what is it doing? Um, But Reed, again, the irony of Reed saying Golf Channel has been, you know, he's had to struggle under the thumb of golf channel since he was 23 golf channel has been giving him probably the most gen- gentle coverage of anyone out there right they like yes. they're a rights partner of the tour they're not they're probably using gentle language uh they really went to bat for him when shane ryan you know in his well-researched original book from 2014 you know brought up all the college teammates saying all these things this is what happened this was in fact what he was on the record about this is what was in his like golf channel rushed into i was you know they they kind of gave him a floor to denounce and sort of rebuke those claims and say they were i just think golf channel's been among the friendliest coverage of this um and it's odd to see them now saying you know they've conspired you know there's a conspiracy against him and defamed him in the new filing he suggests it's incredibly hostile at live events like he needs security, you know. What two two man security guards before, during, and nobody's after. watching them. There's nobody at live events. There's nobody watching them. This is uh, there's a snippet in the new lawsuit that says that you know Golf Channel's created this environment where it's so bad. Mister Reed is forced to use security guards to protect himself and his family when in public and at live golf tournaments, where he has assigned two personal security guards before, during, and after each round. I mean, maybe that's a live problem. Who? What kind of people is he getting out there? I mean, really, he's got three security guards between Kessler and the two security guards. You know, we know Kessler's not <laughs> afraid to throw a punch. Kessler is absolutely not afraid to mix it up and scrap. Um, so that's legalese Friday. Do you have any other thoughts on all these lawsuits, other than you sound generally disgusted, frustrated, and exhausted by it? Listen, you know, I'm uh, I'm not I'm not at home. I've been, you know, in and out and just seeing lawsuit after lawsuit pop in. It's just like 
what what is professional golf doing? I, I, I it's got to be like who? It's just taking away from the actual sport at this point, you know? Right, right. And I think that's like a, a common thing. It's like all this stuff, and, and it's it's just going to keep going. And I think that that this is probably where some people are coming from with the peace talk stuff. Like all this stuff is just like a black eye that's not healing. And it's just like, you know, it's going to turn people off. Like, you know, that, that make golf your thing, stupid ass slogan, right? Make golf your thing. You know, you can, you can broil over, you know, 70 page legal documents if you want to make golf your thing to really understand what's going on in the sport in the professional sport at least you know from it's just from my perspective like i love golf and the the professional side of it is great for content like it's it's fun like this patrick reed lawsuit's absurd it's ridiculous to talk about you know he's suing like how could you possibly sue Damon Hack? Well, that's what I was about to add. Like, we're conflicted here, but of all the people, like, David, Shade, I, I mean, Amy, yeah, uh, they're uh, like the, two of the most positive people I've ever met. It's just a weird choice. Weird. But the Clay man, you know, he's just blasting no surrender, driving around whatever, South Florida. So, anyways, filing lawsuits. What, what did. What it's doing is it's just dragging everybody. Like the the tour's countersuit, right? Yeah. I in a way kind of like makes them look bad. Like I know that, that this is probably the smart thing to do legally, but like you know, there the live lawsuit against you made you seem pretty anti-competitive, and now you're like being like you're anti-competitive when they're just trying to compete with you. Like it's just like. This is just an absurd situation and it's going to keep going on. And I guess at this point, you know, it's tiring. It can be exhausting. Yep. Yep. Um, Hey, I'm going to do a quick ad read for our friends at luggage forward. Oh, you know, we went to Scotland this summer. Our golf clubs were there while everyone else struggled to find them. Uh, you saw a suitcase luggage mountains, you know, pa- stacking up all over European airports. But we had luggage forward. We used uh, their handy dandy service, shipped our clubs ahead. When we got there, they were exactly where we asked them to be. Uh, they have a guarantee that if they do not get to the place where you ship them to on time, they refund your money double. Um, they are friends of the program. Can this is a can traveling I, can nightmare. I say something I really liked? Even if check baggage works like perfectly traveling with your club sucks but check baggage also doesn't work well especially when you're going abroad use luggage forward use the promo code the fried egg for 10 percent off go ahead can i can i say something real quick yes my favorite aspect of this yes as somebody that's printer is seemingly always on the fritz always out of ink they ship you your label (laughs) with like a thing to tie them to your bag so you don't have to be like taping them to your bag you don't have to print them out like it's a like comes in a nice little thing and you attach it to them because i've had my clubs lost because the label fell off 
right. And right. this thing, it won't fall off. It's like because one of those... it's zip tied to it. Yes. Yeah, it's like in a, yeah. it's like in like a, like a portfolio thing, almost zip tied. And they ship them to you. So if you don't have a printer, you don't have to leave the house to go get a printer. It's just uber convenient. That is nice. I would, uh, if they were not a supporter or friends of ours, I would probably encourage my friends and family to do this either way. You can use the promo code, the fried egg for 10% off shipping. It was, it was glorious, glorious. Uh, and just what it costs to check a bag and the risk that that runs now, even if it's not golf clubs, even if you're, I don't know, going abroad with the family, you got a million suitcases, do that too. I don't care. And you can get away with that. Do that. But use uh, luggage. You don't, you don't. You don't care how how our listeners travel. I'm saying they don't care. It doesn't have to be <laughs> golf clubs. It's not one of these things that's you know uh, a competitor that might be you know use ads with scantily clad women and tacky you know advertising. Unlike oh us, man, uh, where it's just confined to golf clubs. It could be all luggage, literally luggage forward. So go to luggageforward.com. Use the promo code the fried egg for ten percent off. That's for you know, golf trips, whatever you got going on, highly recommend it. Uh, and that double back guarantee I like if they do lose it. See, so you, so you some, do care how the listeners transport their luggage. There's some recompense if, if you lose them. Yes, I do care. I want everybody to be taken care of and be stress-free and enjoy their trips. Um, all right, continuing on with news, you said Rory indicated he wants peace talks. There was a lot of uh, – I don't know, dispute about how fervently he was asking for uh, these peace talks. There was a lot of extra around this. He did say, you know, these guys should get world rankings. Should they get them now? No. He said they kind of just shot first and asked questions later, and now they're going to throw a temper tantrum saying, where are our points? We want our points. They did not follow the protocol. I would quote Rory. I would certainly want the best players in the world ranked accordingly. If DJ is somewhere around 100th in the world, it's not an accurate reflection of where he is in the game. But at the same time, you can't make up your own rules. There's criteria, and everyone knows what they are. If they want to pivot to meet the criteria, they can. So I have no problem with them getting world rankings points, but you have to meet the criteria. If you don't do that, it's hard to justify why you should have them. This is sort of what Max Homa was saying. See, I don't know if they all got on the same page and decided to make this a talking point, but it, it seems like a sensible enough reply. Right? Do you think they had another conference room meeting? Could have. Could have. Uh, In the swanky Charlotte hotel? Yeah, yeah. I think think that it's kind of... Listen, like, I think the criteria probably needs to tweak a little, too. I, you know, if you're giving the hero world rank points... The Belgian... You gotta give the world rank. You gotta give, yeah... This is the thing is that, you know, the criteria needs to have some malleability too. And, and I think like you could say, Hey, can you guys do X, Y, and Z? And in kind of, I, I think at this point, the OWGR needs to meet live halfway. I don't you know? think that's true. I don't, I, I think I'm fine with the criteria having malleability for like the style of event. Like I'm okay with the 54 hole event getting world rankings points. Quite Do you honestly. think the eighteen-hole stroke play with sixteen players at the tour team championship should get points? No, no, not one round. Probably not. No, that's what they're going to ask for next. Um, like fifty-four holes, I'm fine with. But like the criteria that Rory and others are talking about, like you have to be in business for, you have to be operating for a year, you have to have 
so many events. You have to have like a qualification system. I think that kind of all the, the other larger criteria are fine. Here's, here's the, the actual here's the issue, criteria, though. I'm okay with just a 54 hole thing. Here's the issue. If, if they do the year in thing, right? And I think I want to just point out what he said about DJ. Yep. If DJ's ranked 100th in the world, that's pretty silly. Yep. Okay. If you do the year in operation, DJ will effectively go an entire year without world ranking points. He'll be ranked 100, just like a lot of other players on that tour. And then, because they're playing against each other all the time, they'll never be able to get enough world ranking points to rate go back up, you know? Yeah. Well, they should have thought of that. They'll, they're, I know they're that they should have. throwing a temper right? tantrum like, on the back end of it. You know what I, I mean? I, I'm, just pointing, I'm just pointing out that it's kind of like, that's where I think it's silly on the world ranking side of things. Yeah. Like, and I don't think they should get retroactive points. I think that this thing should be expedited and should be figured out sooner than later. And, you know, tell them, Hey, you know what? You need to go to 80 players or 72 players. Like, and they'll probably do it. And then they'll sign a bunch more money. They'll spend a bunch more money on players. And, you know, hopefully they just sign a bunch of nobodies, you know, but it's yep. uh it's just i don't know it's it's this is what i'm talking about with like a bad look for golf right is if tennis just stopped ranking djokovic people would be like what why well what's yeah. if, if guys get hurt or guys get suspended or guys are unable to play like they drop and like it's kind of a yeah it's not but a they didn't analogy. get they got suspended because they went and Played on a, a different competitor's league. Right, right. I, I, All right. So, like the quarrel, the bickering between the tour, and if the tour had it, it their way, they wouldn't be able to play on anything but the Asian tour. Yeah. No, I know. It's 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 silly. I think they should. You can't have DJ drop to 100. I think you can give points for a 54 hole event. That's my personal opinion. But I do. If like the criteria were what they were, and they didn't follow them, like I think just now deciding to make them flexible or try to make it malleable is a little silly. That's just not the way, it, you know, they should have figured that out on the front end. Um, Rory continued saying, well, you had, you had cousin, cousin Greg was running the operation. Cousin Greg Rory said, he, he, you know, I don't want to fracture game. It's ripping itself apart right now. So uh, he does seem like, yes, there's a time and place for negotiation. I just think right now it's not the right time. I don't think we can get it, let it go too much longer. So I am all for everyone trying to figure something out. I don't know what that out is or what those peace talks are, but uh, apparently he's, he's open to it. He's open to coming to the table. Um, continuing on with cousin Greg, this was, does that. So, so Rory's saying that Jay is saying completely the opposite with this counter suit. Who do you think carries more weight? Rory. Right now. now. Now, Rory. The players have all the power. More than when they work in unison, they can do anything they want. I mean, and by unison I mean uh enough of a cohort. Not not unison. When they get like 10, 20 guys on the same page, yes, they can do that. They can do whatever they want. They can make the world their own. Um Live, this was after we recorded Live has a TV deal. Maybe. They're pushing back, saying the report by Golf Week and Eamon Lynch is erroneous and not accurate. Uh, Eamon, this was written after we recorded on Tuesday, says uh, they're doing a time buy with Fox. 
uh, and they would be broadcast on Fox Sports 1. They would continue to foot the bill for um, production and uh, maybe be able to sell to their own advertisers. So far, there hasn't been a lot of those, or if any. Um, I don't think this is super surprising. I think there are a lot of jokes about, look at these, um, I don't know, chuckle fucks, whatever word you want to use, amateurs, like having to buy time like an infomercial. And yeah, it is not what uh, you'd want. It's not ideal. I just think like, I don't know, we, we've kind of been laughing at them all year, not us specifically but we have two for sure but in general people we like laugh at how it blows up in february and then they go we laugh at how we laugh at centurion club like this joke like there's a lot to laugh at but like they're gonna get on tv and it's just probably the start of something that's more significant right i i don't view this as a total joke is what i'm saying even if um you know they do have to pay to be on tv that makes sense. Yeah, I, just, I, I, view it as, I, I completely I don't view agree. It yeah, it's a big step. Like they had to get on TV, and they have enough money to get the distribution by paying for it. Like, you know, this was a necessary step, and they they it seems like cleared that hurdle, which is a huge deal for them, right? Yeah. It's going to be broadcasted on a television channel that, like, when people are watching other sports, say it's you know especially like you think about like the way youtube tv works right when i sign on to my youtube tv this is a free ad for youtube tv it and i sign on from all over the place i've been using it on this road trip right things that i watch get put up there so stuff like you know if if i want i like watching nfl football they'll you know automatically serve me football you know, I like watching golf. They serve me golf stuff, like, on my homepage. I have to imagine the algorithm is going to work in a way that it's going to serve live golf. And it's just a way for them to get more eyeballs on their sport, on their league, which is what they need at this point. Yeah. Because, you know, this is huge distribution. It, and I, I know that numbers aren't going to be great, blah, blah, blah. They now have the ability to attract passive viewers. They have the ability for people to stumble across what they're doing way more so than on YouTube where people had to, with intention, go find it, download, you know, get, go on, go on YouTube. Like you can get people, Hey, say something's in commercial. I change the channel over and they might hook somebody in that way. Right. They now have a method to casually attract more people to their league. So yes, this is a also big deal. Advertisers it, 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 or, or people yes. who want to invest in teams, like we're on TV. Like I think, like I'm happy to make a joke that it's an infomercial. Like yeah, they're paying to be on TV, but like laughing it off and saying it's nothing, I think is is silly, as we've seen all year. Um, so uh, this was apparently, according to the report, Lachlan Murdoch uh, sort of dragged Fox Sports into doing this or or talking about it, you know, further with the uh, Live Voice. Um, I don't know when this is taking place. It's not finalized. Uh, Liv is very clear that it's, it's no, we're still talking to everybody. Um, so I don't know. It would be kind of weird. To, they must, it. they must be, uh, they must be wanting to hold out because they know the ratings are going to be huge when they go to Jetta. I was going to say <laughs> Fox sports one has a lot of college football right now. 
but they don't have it overnight from Bangkok and Jeddah. <laughs> um, so their understand. slogan, their slogan right now is with the with all the networks is hashtag just wait for Jeddah. <laughs> I don't think anyone will watch it, but they can tell tell you know advertisers and investors that they're on TV, um, and maybe it goes somewhere greater from there. Uh, all right, I think that's it for news. You want to talk about eighteen hole results? We don't need to do that. I, I'm I'm doing this on free zoom so we're gonna run out of time here in like six minutes um yeah. i just love the yeah, we, got, we, we thought we said this was gonna be 15 minutes romaine langescu tied the old course record course record with the 61 there's a french trio langescu oh or langescu former, former british am champ and uh, one time thought to be the francis next great hope he's, he's shot 61 he leads there's three Grumpy guys romaine antoine rosner and frederick Frederic Lacroix, the uh, seltzer heir, uh, is uh, second, tied for second there. 61-62, so they're going low at um, out at whatever that is. Fife, Old Course, Kings Barnes, all of them combined. Carnoustie. They're doing a shotgun start tomorrow because of the because of the weather. Let's do an ad read for Precision Pro. Flashback Friday. This is going to be like a two-minute, three-minute flashback Friday. PrecisionProGolf.com. It has to be. Is the official range finder of the shotgun start? Did you use yours? You play a little golf, Cape Arundel, and and uh, listen, Essex listen. And all that? I take it. I've talked about this before. I take it out of the bag when I when I go through the airport. A lot of people tell me I might not have to, but the people ask me, and I, you know, I'm a I'm a abiding citizen. I take it out. I don't want to cause any plane problems. It'd be the worst thing possible. So I take it out, even though I might not have to. And then what happens is it's in my backpack and I forget about it all the time. Oh, but I got it out for the last I got it out for the last two rounds. It's been super helpful because I played this one course, Country Club of Troy, really cool golf course, huge uphill, downhill situations going on there. <laughs> and I had the slope on. I was cheating Great. and it really helped me. We I still lost the match. Me and Garrett, you know, we got off to a hot start on the trip, but Willie Boy and uh, Cameron just really took it to us the last two rounds. Wooga Boy. All right. Um, well, all right. Go to precisionprogolf.com. Use the promo code SHOTGUN20. You get $20 off. Uh, your NX10. Get that NX10 locked in. It's a uh, good value for uh, your, your range finder there. So thanks to them for their continued support. They've uh, been helping me out recently as well with uh, – some other things for, for friends, getting getting custom NX-10s for some friends. All right. Flashback Friday, we're going to Rory earns his card. He becomes the youngest ever on the European Tour to earn his card uh, on the European Tour at the 2007 Dunhill Lynx Championship. Um, Was he, he playing with Jerry? Uh, I doubt it. At that point, he probably couldn't call a shot like that. Didn't have enough he juice? Did, he did play with Westy, who he said, I guess Westy – told him you should go you could go win this uh when someone like lee tells you that it gives you a lot of confidence it's a huge step for bigger and better things so it was his second start ever he became the youngest to win a european tour card he picked up a prize of three hundred thousand for finishing third at the 2007 dunhill uh it was his second event as a pro and it was achieved the feat in the shortest time ever on the european tour uh i'd say youngest ever by like qualifying from tournament play got a card via tournament play uh, he said, I knew at the start of the week I need to do something pretty special, and I'm absolutely ecstatic. 
uh, when I talked about my chances of making the card this week to Westwood, he told me, go win it. So how did he win it? This was a 2007 article, Shots of the Year, How to Shots of the Irish Independent. This is what Rory, like, phenomenon. He's 18. They're doing his Shots of the Year. On this road hole at St. Andrews, he hit a 190-yard 5-iron. I assume there was some breeze. Now, lofts have changed since 07. I assume there was some breeze, though. 190-yard 5-iron into the road hole. When caddy, Gordon Faulkner, handed McElroy his 5-iron at 17, he told him, aim 20 feet right of the pin. Instead, the youngster took on the fearsome road hole bunker, majestically setting up one of two finishing hole birdies, or two finishing birdies, which helped clinch third place uh, and his card. This was my best shot of the year. I probably shouldn't have gone straight at it. (laughs) A lot of people would say that. But... Uh, it was a good up and down for birdie uh, on 15, and I hit a great shot into 16, so I could only see the pin at 17. So he was feeling it and threw it right at 17. That's probably what, you know, they want you to entice you to do. If you're feeling it, go right at it. And he pulled it off. It was one of those days where everything happened. I started with five pars, birdied six, eight, nine, ten. He doubled 14. That's a bad double at 14. He birdied three of the final four. It was the best day of his year. So he birdied three of the final four coming in. Gets third with Paul Lowry. Paul Lowry sorry, missing a birdie on the last hole uh, to clinch. I think we should card. say Paul Lowry like uh, like they say call say Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Paul Lowry. I was thinking you were going to say something like that. And on 18, he had a 65-yard sand wedge, just like a, a right to – Pin high to make his other birdie. But yeah, gets his card. I had more on this. Gets his card in just two starts. Youngest ever. I was just amused by that five iron from 190 where the guys like go 30 feet, 25 feet right. And he goes, no, I'm going right at it. Makes his birdie, gets his card. And that's the uh, the innocence, right? The innocence of youth versus experience. Maybe got him his card there in that, that instance as an 18-year-old. That's your Precision Pro Flashback Friday. Uh, thanks to them for their support, Andy. Anything else from the road? You are in, you're in a tough drive right I now. I might, I might just filibuster so that the zoom, zoom, the free zoom ends, and it ends that way. I've had everybody a, hanging. Less so than a minute. I don't want says. you. To, I don't. I don't want to see you to you to be able to call it. But I'm driving through Erie. I'm. Oh, uh, I'm you know, beautiful part of the country. I, I was bummed. I drove through Buffalo. I haven't been there since you're I was a little cut kid. Off. Less yeah. than a minute to upgrade. Yeah. I can upgrade for yeah. 15 bucks, but I don't think that's worth it. <laughs> Precision Pro's got to come in for more if I'm going to upgrade my Zoom right now. I know Friday has an account, but I was lazy, you know, signing in. Enjoy your drive through Erie. Enjoy your drive through yeah. Ohio. I'm heading into central Ohio, coming in hot for about 24 hours, and then then off to Texas. This this trip that never what ends a, what a road, is, is continuing. All right. 